Hey guys, welcome back to the Rhyme and Truth podcast. So, I'm a little sad. I just finished recording the entire thing and then it decided to mess up. So, I have to do it all over again. <laughs> but we're gonna do it. Yeah, so, welcome back. Last week we spoke about should our Christian lives be separate? And we established that our Christian life should be the center. Um, our work with God should be the center for which everything else flows. And it shouldn't be just an a dead part of our lives. Um, so, moving on from that, if it is the center, then uh, it should take priority. right? And this is very important because we have been saved from kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of light so in first first Peter 2 to i think says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby this is one of our first believers class um memory verses that we learned and as newborn babes babes there basically you know points to new believers you know you, are, you have just been born again and uh, you are supposed to desire the milk of the word. You're supposed to desire to grow. Um, and it's the word that helps you grow, um, you know, fellowship and prayer and all of that. Um, so, so um, in the kingdom of darkness, there were things that you did. There were things that were priority. There were things, there were the norms, there were the ways. Right. When you come into the kingdom of light, into the kingdom of God, right, you don't just automatically unlearn everything that you knew before, right? Um, so yes, you have been saved and you have received the Holy Spirit and all of that. You don't automatically unlearn everything, right? But as you come in, you're supposed to learn, you know, and grow and all of those things. Um, it's, it's interesting that Jesus Christ would say, Seek ye first the kingdom of God as righteousness, and then all the things we added unto you. Um, I feel like that, that kind of tells us that you can be in the kingdom and not seek the kingdom first, right? Um, and then if we go on to Matthew 6, verse 9, let me quickly go there. So it says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So just the first verse, verse 9, Our Father. It's very interesting to note that it did not say, Jesus Christ did not say, Our God or Our Lord or any of those things. Our Father was was deliberately used to 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 imply a relationship. Right? Um, so obviously our relationship with God is priority in the kingdom, right? We have not, we have not been saved just so we can be among the number. Like funny enough, I I was, we had a family, um, prayer thingy yesterday and one of my, my aunties said something. She said that, uh, that there's no, God has no grandchildren, Right. So everyone is his child. There's no, you don't have a grandfather relationship with God. You have a father relationship with God. 
right? And this is so significant to note because if we, if we, are, if this is the manner in which we are to pray, this is the manner in which um, our priorities should be aligned. Our Father who art in heaven, our Father is the first priority. Our relationship with Him is the first priority, um, and then other things follow. Right, so it is very possible for you to be serving in church, and um, you know doing doing all these good things that you're supposed to be doing, and you do not have a relationship. You're not you don't have a growing relationship with your father, right? And don't forget, I think in Romans it says that now we can cry, "Abba, Father." We couldn't do that before, but now that we are saved and we have received the spirit of adoption, we can cry, "Abba, Father." In other words, we can now have a father child relationship with God. This is one of the this is one of the reasons why Jesus Christ died. So we can have this father child relationship with God. Right. And this is priority. And no matter how far you go, if you become a reverend or a bishop or you're a pastor, or you're a missionary, or whatever, you know, you're a believer, whatever rank, you know. Um Relationship with God is first priority, you know. Um, and obviously there are many ways that they are, they are, you know, through the word, through prayer, fellowship with believers, all of those things, right? And then goes on to say, excuse me, thy kingdom come. So if it says thy kingdom come, um, you know, the word kingdom, I think it's broken down into king's domain, Right. So, we need to know what is unique about this kingdom, you know. I know we've heard, we've, we've heard songs like, uh, we, are, we, we, we are a chosen generation, a real pursuit, a peculiar nation, to show for the praises of him who has brought us out of darkness and into the light, into his marvelous light. Right. So if we are all all these things, we need to know, okay, so we're in this kingdom. What are the priorities of this kingdom? What are the values? What are the what what are our majors? What are our minors? You know, how do we live? How do we plan our life? Um all of these things, you know. This is very important because this is the difference between a believer who who has a relationship with God one and who partners with God in uh, God's plan and purpose not just for his life but in every place that he is sent to right so you can have two believers who work in an office right one has a great relationship with God and understands that um, Jesus died for everybody in that office one two um there are values of the kingdom that need to that that need to show forth the glory of God, right? There are, there are ways we do things in the kingdom. Um, these two people can work in the exact same place, and then one, for example, has a burden for maybe somebody in the office who he just feels he should pray for for the person to be saved, or there's someone who has a challenge who who. Who who needs you know who needs breakthrough and who this this person who has relationship with God can pray for and then that's an opportunity for a person to come to Christ, um, you know, or somebody 
who just has wisdom that cannot be explained, you know, and this is because of his work with God, you know. And then people ask, oh, how, how do you know these things and all of that? And apart from, yes, I study, I do all these things, you know that all of this is by the grace of God, and this grace of God is important to God, right? So you have two people who can work in the same office, and then one person lives there, and two people are saved, ten seeds of salvation are planted, and five people know that that Jesus is real. And then one person who has just walked there and has gained a really good salary, who has a good salary, and then there's no difference between the person and the next person. Right. So you see that um, it's not just so that we can be saved. If it was just that, oh, everybody be saved, then as soon as he gets saved, we should just disappear and go to heaven. But the fact that we're here means that there's something he wants us to do. It means that he wants, to get, he wants us to know him here. Um... And then Jesus Christ wouldn't have said this other part of the prayer that will be done on, that will be done in earth as it is in heaven, right? If we don't know how it is in heaven, then how do we know how it should be done on earth? Do you see? If we don't know um, what His kingdom is like, then how do we know? Um, what the earth should look like with his kingdom coming to us. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, so um, we are learning the values of the kingdom. We are learning, okay, um, these are the things that please God. These are the things that are priority. So these are the things that should also be priority in my life, right? He has given me gifts. Okay, Lord, they're giving me these gifts. How do you want me to use them? Um, who do you want me to speak to? Um you know, this money that I have, you know, how, how, how am I supposed to apportion it? Um, when I have cash, what, what is priority? How does my, how, how does my money go? You know, you know, we give to the kingdom that these are things that you need to learn as you come into the kingdom. And it's easy to feel like, Oh, hey, I've been a Christian for a long time. I know, you know, I know that we do ABC. I don't do ABC. I saw just about do's and don'ts. If it was just about that, then as soon as we got saved, because we have the Spirit of God, we should just be like robots, you know, clockwork, do this, do that, don't do that, don't do that. But he wants us to actually have a relationship, which is why Jesus Christ said that he was going to send the Comforter who will lead us into all truth. Right? And if he used the word lead, that means there's some sort of partnership that must go on. Because you can't, a, a, a person that doesn't want to be led cannot be led. You know, for somebody to be led, they must partner with the one who is leading. Right, so it is, as you come into the kingdom, you have the Holy Spirit. And you have, you know, those here as you, you are placed in a family. Or you decide to join the family. This is also part of leading to all truth. Right, you spend time with the word. So every time you pick up the word, Holy Spirit leads me to all truth. And it takes you and you're able to understand things. And you have pastors that teach you. And you have teachers. All of these things, right. But it is first, not just first, but it is that continuous submission to the growth process is that continuous submission to okay so in this area i don't know lord i don't know what do you think about this you know what does your word say about this how should i live my life um for example if we go back to matthew 6 right 
Later, let me go down. Matthew 6. Okay. Jesus Christ talks about, um, uh, that if God, you know, takes care of, takes care of, you know, the grasses and all of those things, then I want to take care of you. Right? These are things that we need to, in a way, sometimes it's difficult for our brain to understand because we want to get it done. We want to, you know, have the full plan and all of those things. But in the kingdom, we don't worship what is given. We worship the giver. Right? This is a clash. This is, we're not in pursuit of the gifts. We're in pursuit of the giver. We're in pursuit of his heart. We're in pursuit of aligning our hearts to to his plans and purposes per time in every place. We're in pursuit of saying yes to him, to his will. We're in pursuit of of having the Great Commission be our life's primary purpose. Um, That is our pursuit. We are seeking first the kingdom. We're not seeking the kingdom as an attachment after we have gotten all these other things. Okay, Lord, I now have money. Oh yeah, that's what I give to the kingdom. I now have money. Oh, let me do this. Nah, that's that's not how it works. It's the other way around. You know, and it's a process, you know, which is why in um is it first first Timothy twelve? You know that but yeah, first 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 Timothy twelve. Yeah, first Timothy twelve verse one. I should learn these verses. <laughs> That be be transformed, yeah, by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing is a process. It's not uh, as soon as you become saved, your mind is completely renewed and you go, like I said, like like a robot. No, you are you are going through a process of being renewed. You are your and it's it's not something that the Holy Spirit does without your participation. It's not something he does without your your cooperation. You have to agree to let him take you through that journey. And oftentimes it requires discipline. It requires, you know, patience. It requires setting yourself aside from other things, sometimes for a season so that you can he can, you know, teach you and hammer some truths and all of that, you know. But it is a process that we all need to submit to you know, and constantly give ourselves to, you know, it's not, you know, it's one thing to learn it one day and then, oh, you do it for, let's say, a couple of months and all of that. But then we need to, this is part of the reason why we stay with the believers because these are things that our pastors will preach and and they will teach and all of that. And we are reminded of this thing because this is ultimately our entire life's pursuit. And these are the things that have value in eternity. If not, you can end up being a believer and doing just living a good life on earth and being a good person and you haven't done anything that is eternally relevant. You know. Um, and the truth is, as our father becomes more and more priority, our father, when I say our father, I mean that relationship with our father, you know, and knowing him and everything. You catch the burdens in his heart, right? And that begins to to determine what what takes up your time. It begins to determine, um, you know, how much discipline you put into the things of God. You know, for example, 
having need. This is something I'm still working on. <laughs> the Lord is helping me. Um, you know, regular prayer times, Bible study, you know, not just reading a verse. I mean, just wrong with just reading a verse, but staying, doing studies, you know, understanding the word and understanding that if we were suppo- if you were to be sent to a place where there are five people, right, that do not have access to the internet and they do not have access to to um, maybe any other believers, I am the only believer there. That you can stay there and pray for these souls to be one, and after the souls are one, you can walk with them with the Holy Spirit, of course, to teach them these things that you have also learned. You know, um, because if Jesus Christ said we are called to raise disciples, it's not just okay, ah, preach to people who let people get saved. Yes, that is like the major, major, major priority, but then after that, we're supposed to raise disciples, if not. If that wasn't the case, then as soon as you preach to somebody, the person should disappear and go to heaven. But if people are still here once they get saved, that means there are a lot of things that they need to unlearn and then learn. So are we going to grow so that we can be able to do that for others? Are we going to allow ourselves to go through the process so we can learn that from those who are technically ahead of us in the faith? You know, so um, I hope that this helps you realize that our priorities are unique in the kingdom and they don't change because you now have more money or you are now married or you now have children or you are now a CEO. Nah, they don't they don't change because of those things. Our priorities are our priorities. If anything, the expression of them evolves as we go through the different stages of life. Right. So I really pray that if you haven't um, and if maybe you have forgotten about this and this is just a reminder that you would submit to letting the Holy Spirit lead you into all truth and letting him teach you, you know, the things that you need to learn. Um, Yeah. So thank you very much for joining me again. I'm really thankful um, and I pray that these words are helpful. I pray that... um, that they, they really help you on your journey, even as they're helping me on my journey. Um, so, yeah, God bless you so much. And then next week we'll be back by the grace of God.